right, let's talk goal setting. I think it's important to learn how to set better goals for entrepreneurs. The whole smart goal process, we got to throw that out the window because if that worked, more people would be successful and have the stuff that they want. You don't. You don't. So when I say smart goals are dumb, don't look at me crazy because if it worked, you would have it all right now, but you don't. So I want to kind of break down a process that I've used over the years and just what's worked for me. And hopefully it can help you as well, because I think when you break things down and you have more efficient process for setting goals and having a focus in your life, it becomes just easier, right? It's not overwhelming. It's not draining or exhausting. You don't have to work yourself to death, but you can create the life you want. Let's get into it. What's up people? I'm Chris and welcome to Respect the Grind. If you're not subscribed to the podcast on Apple or Spotify or whatever, make sure you go and check that out. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, I appreciate you. You're a real one. If you are not watching on youtube go and check it out respect the grind on youtube go and search us up and thank you for tuning in and i appreciate you i want to talk about goal setting because i have a process that's unique to me in my life that i've been using for half a decade over half a decade now since i was 25 i'll be 32 in january so it's been a while and this process has dramatically changed my life just to put it in perspective i started this around the time i had just gotten evicted from my apartment in costa mesa um and right before i got evicted from that apartment i actually got my car repo like the same week so it was a bad time <laughs> it was a really rough time and now i'm about to buy a house obviously i have a, an amazing car appreciate it. i'm thankful for it. beautiful family and everything businesses are doing very well and essentially i'm happy i've created the life i wanted so i want to share this process with you and what it looks like for me and i gotta say this too this is a process that has worked for me i don't know if it'll work for you i don't know if it's something you want to do but i just want to share this with the world because it's been so helpful for me like i remember the times when i would go out and like not being able to afford basic stuff like being in the line to get food and worrying about man if they do this withdrawal right now i'm done you know what i'm saying like i had those times i remember that feeling which is funny now but <laughs> the feeling i had when i went downstairs to the parking garage and my car was gone i remember that and now i make more than enough to cover my monthly expenses and pay my bills like i'm not gonna say life is super easy it's not perfect but i I just, I really truly appreciate where I am. Like I'm super thankful for what I have. And that's part of why I want to share this with the world, man. I just feel this overwhelming feeling of abundance. And this is part of me sharing that and giving back to the world too. So the real first step to setting your goals is having a vision. That whole smart goal thing, I don't like it because it makes you break it down to be honestly a little too rigid. You got to be specific and make it measurable and all of that. Like, no, no, I don't think that that's where people should start because some of that stuff you don't even know. Like the T in SMART goals is for time, right? Like timing, like when should this thing be done? And sometimes like there is no time limit. Like if your goal was to make a business where, you know, you're generating $25,000 a month, why would you put, oh, I gotta do this within six months or a year? Like why? If that's the goal and that's what you want, you shouldn't be like, oh, this has to happen in this time frame. And I think that's something that screws people up. So the first place we start is with the vision. What is it that you want? What is it that you want? And I like to get really detailed on this. I personally, I do this every year, right? And I sit down around New Year's Eve and I like to break down. This is what I want for the next year. Obviously, I start off with what I'm thankful for the year before, like everything I just experienced. And then I also break down what I want the next year. Like this is a breakdown of what I want it to look like. And when it comes to visioning for me, I don't try to box myself in. Whatever it is that I want, I break it down. I get my journal and I'm writing. Like I just write pages and pages of what it is that I want. And I think that specificity is important. And I also think this part, you gotta be real personal. Like be honest with yourself and you about what you want. 
not about what you want in terms of how to affect this other person, right? Because I know some people like want to live a certain life or want to do certain things, but oh, my mom wouldn't like that or my friend wouldn't like that. It's like, if that's what you want, that's what you need to be focused on because that's what you really, really want. And I think sometimes when we're setting goals, we're not really honest with ourselves. Like we're not. At one point in my life, I was really, I won't say a people pleaser, but I was in that area, right? With my family, with my, my parents, especially. I wanted to be around so I could help my mom out and make her life easier and do all of these things because that's just what I felt like I was responsible for. Like I had to do it. I realized that that's just holding me back. Not to say I'm not there to help my mom out or she can't depend on me, but I can't make what she wants for my life more important than what I want. What I want and what I care about has to come first. That has to be main priority. And then once I made that switch, I'm telling you, like within a week, everything started changing, everything. And I think that's the part of the, the progress you need to make is what do you actually want? Like really be honest with yourself. Don't think like, oh man, so-and-so might see this and they'll think this thing, or I might get judged by these people. None of that matters. Focus on what you want and what you actually care about. Now, after you break down what you want, this is where things get fun. Because if you want something, it's probably something you never had. This is where you can actually learn a lot. I love this phase personally, because it just takes me on journeys all the time. I'm always learning new and different things and discovering because I always want new stuff. And then once I know I want this thing, okay, I need to see more about it. For example, if you want to live in a mansion, you need to look at what it means to live in a mansion. If you say part of your vision is to live in this kind of mansion, in this city, all of that stuff, great. Now I want you to take the time to really break that down, right? Like what does it mean to live in a mansion? Some of the stuff that you see when you actually look up details about what you want, you don't like, right? For me personally, when I saw how much it cost to like maintain some of those mansions that are in like Hollywood Hills and stuff, I immediately lost interest. Like, like I, not even because of the money, just because of, I know how much it is to like manage people. I don't want to do that. Like I have no interest in managing people in business and then coming home and managing people too. I'm good. Like I don't want a house so big. I need a staff of like 15 people. Like I'm straight. I'm not interested in that at all. But sometimes that's part of what people want, right? Like, like, you may look up that car and it's like, oh man, to have this car, if something goes wrong with it, it's like, it's going to take like a month and like 10 grand to fix anything. Eh, I don't know if I want that car now. Like for me, I don't want a luxury car like that. I don't want it because I know it comes with a lot of attention. I don't really care to get a lot of attention. It, the maintenance on it is crazy, right? You got to worry about people trying to steal the car. Like it's just not worth it to me. For me, I would rather invest in things like experiences, right? I want to go to certain places and do certain things, eat at certain restaurants, stay at certain hotels, because that's an experience. I personally care about that more than the luxury items. You know, I just want a nice enough house to where I can have a massive studio, right? Like that's the kind of stuff I care about. So after you have that vision, then you start looking into details of what it is you actually want. Now, the third step is the how. This is when it starts to get really, really difficult because you know what it is you want. You kind of have a picture of what it looks like. Now you're looking at how you can actually obtain those things, right? So let's say you want to lose a hundred pounds. You know what it'll look like to lose a hundred pounds, the kind of clothes you can wear and just how easy life would be and all of that stuff, right? Now we look at how you actually do it. This is where most people fall apart. This is where most people fall apart because the how is kind of overwhelming right? But I, I want to kind of break this down for you. So when I say how, I mean the whole picture of how you do it. How do you get the outcome you want? Now you're looking at this because you want to know 
how you get from step A to Z. But remember, you don't have to complete A to Z in a day, not in a week, not in a month, not in a year, not in five years. You don't have to do it that fast. There's no time limit on this, right? You just want to make sure you're making progress towards that every day. So when I say look at how you get that outcome, that's just so you understand all of what it takes, or at least most of it, which you can know. Because some of it will be hidden. It'll be some unknown unknowns, things that you just don't know that you don't know. And you won't know until you're there, right? Like things like taxes, like why it's better to have an escort when you make a certain amount of money versus an LLC. You probably won't know the details of that until you start making escort money, right? So that's something you, I don't even think we should stress about too much. Like I don't think you should panic about those kind of things because it'll always be unknown unknowns, always. Just always be open to learning those unknowns and you'll be all right. Now, once you have the how, the fourth step is breaking it down into at least 12 steps. Hopefully you see where I'm going with this. When you break it down into 12 steps, it's easy for you to focus on this vision for a year. So just for example purposes, I wanna lose 100 pounds. Here's what my life will look like after I lost 100 pounds. Okay, here's how I actually lose 100 pounds. I gotta start eating better. I need to get more sleep. I need to get in the gym. Uh, those kind of things, right? Now, what are the steps you need to take, the habits you need to change every month for a year so that in a year's time, you can see your life look dramatically different. That is much easier than waking up and saying, oh man, I gotta lose hundred pounds. Most people that go to the gym in January have that kind of mindset. Like, yeah, I'm gonna lose weight this year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finally get it together. And they don't stick with it because they're thinking, oh man, I gotta lose hundred pounds now. When instead, it'll be better to say, you know what, this month I'm focusing on creating better eating habits. I'm going to eat out once a week. I'm going to cook at least, you know, all other days of the week, obviously, right? I'm going to make sure I get more sleep, right? Like those small habits in January lead over to February. Now in February, you can say, all right, this month I'm going to hire a trainer. I'm going to make sure I hire a trainer and I'm working with him at least once a week. Right? You could start really small. That's the thing. When you're trying to get to the vision of what you want, it doesn't have to be this fast paced, nonstop every day. I actually think that's what stops people from being successful. Because if you're a person that don't go to the damn gym, you never go to the gym, you never work out. And then January 1st, you in the gym and yo, I'm gonna be here every day. That's your game plan. You probably not gonna stick with that. But if you just said, you know, I'm gonna eat better this month. And next month, I'm gonna work with my trainer once a week. Now by March, it's the third month of the year. You've already started eating better and you're already working with a trainer. Now you're stacking these things, right? And that's the purpose of this. It's not to go through life trying to do it all at one time. No, you wanna stack. You wanna stack it, right? So I would say in business, it's the same thing. It's even easier in something like business because you know, okay, I wanna make you know, $20,000 a month, right? That's that's the goal for my company, make $20,000 a month. What do I need to do? I need to, uh, uh, what does that look like, right? Okay, that looks like me fulfilling more of my service or selling more products. One of the two, if you're in business, that's the only two it could be. Okay, great. Now, how do I get there? What are the steps I need to take? I need to get better at copywriting. I need to get better at direct sales. I need to improve email marketing, right? So many steps you could follow there. Now, each month of the year, you add one of those skills. This month for January, I'm focusing on copywriting. I'm gonna learn more about copywriting. I'm gonna study copywriting an hour a day, every day, right? Simple, that's basic. After a month, you will have 30 hours of copywriting under your belt, which is most of most people. Like that's 
That's way more than most people in the world have. More online business people don't have that. So you're already winning. Then in February, you say, okay, now I'm gonna use that copywriting skill and I'm gonna set up my email list or my newsletter. I'm gonna start actually sending emails consistently twice a week. Oh, now you're stacking them. And in March, you say, okay, well now I'm gonna start running some ads, right? Some basic ads, a dollar a day on Facebook or whatever. Again, you wanna stack these things. Can you see how with this process, over a year's time, you can make dramatic progress versus trying to do everything nonstop and moving around when you do all that? Slow down. I actually think success is more attainable for most people than they think. But we have this mentality of like all or nothing and nonstop and go hard. And I don't think that's what it takes. I just think it takes a commitment to yourself that you're gonna follow this vision, that this thing that's in your head that you wanna see exist in the world, you're gonna follow it. Every day you do one task to follow that vision, every day. That's my promise I made to myself when I was 25. After I lost my car, my apartment, I was like, man, I never wanna be in this position again. Like I ever, I never want to be at zero again, like ever again. I want to always have access to money. I want to have assets. I want to have resources. I want to be useful to all the people around me. So for me to have that lifestyle, I got to do at least one thing each day that gets me a step closer to my vision. Now, some days that's learning something. Like I'm going to sit and study like Premiere Pro, for example, for these videos you're watching right now, I started studying Premiere Pro. And in two weeks, I made videos that were amazing. Not only for myself and Respect to Grind and my shows and my content, for my clients. So now my business is literally, I'm not joking, I'm not making this up, five times more profitable because I can do so much more, I'm, I'm so much better. So that's the process, is every day commit. I'm gonna take this step today, I'm gonna take this step tomorrow, like every day. I don't do that thing of, oh man, I have to get this done. I have to be perfect. I don't look at my life like that, man. I don't think that that's healthy or conducive to success. It's not necessary. Cause like that whole thing where you are hard on yourself, what do you get out of that? I mean, you're super hard on yourself. What do you get out of being hard on yourself? And why? What's the point? I know it sounds cool on Instagram posts, but I just don't see the point. My life is a lot better. Like, yeah, I just got to get this done today. When I get those things done, I'm chilling. I'm about to go spend some time with my kids, right? right? Like that's how I operate now. And it's much more peaceful. And I think this is a life that most people want to actually live. So the last step, I know I gave you a lot of steps in this, but the last step, step five, is one of my personal favorite. This is why I love podcasting. You want to get around the right people. Once you have your vision, you know what it looks like, you know what you got to do to get there, you got your 12 key steps. Now you need to find people that are working towards the same thing as you. Now, does it have to be the same exact thing? No, it probably won't be. Like for me, I know that what I'm doing in podcasting, what I wanna do and what I want it to look like in five years, what it'll look like in three years, nobody's thinking about it that way. And I'm okay with that. But I wanna be around the people that are in the same direction, that are going in content creation, entrepreneurship, ownership, you know, even family, right? Like I don't wanna be around the people that are okay with being alone and never want to be, get married or have kids. We could be cool and all of that, but you won't be in my inner circle because we just have a different focus in life. Sometimes the people we're around slow us down if they're not on the same page as us. I don't believe that oh, we all got to think the same way and believe the same thing. I'm not saying that, but the people you spend a lot of time with, you damn sure better be on the same page because if not, they're going to rub off on you in a more negative way. 
So I think it's really, really important for you to find people that you can be around, right? Whether that's meetups and communities, online and Facebook groups, in your city, whatever it is. If it's going to conferences, whatever it is, find people that are focusing on the same path and they're doing something with their life. Because you know what's so funny? And this is a rant. I got to rant on this because this is something I've got into it with a lot of my family members about for years. What is the opposite? If I'm not around the people that want to do the same thing as me, that are in, on the same path and stuff, what's the opposite of that? That means I'm around all the wrong people and not saying that their lifestyle is wrong. I don't care what you do. It ain't none of my business. But if I want to be an entrepreneur and own three of these businesses and have software and do all this stuff, and you want to be the manager of Starbucks, we are just not in the same world. We don't have the same focus every day. So when I'm telling you things I'm excited about, things I'm focused on doing, you can't even relate to it. Like, I know some entrepreneurs out there feel me on this one. Like when you are excited about something big you're doing and some new client you got or just some big win in your business and you go and tell the person at work at the warehouse or something and they immediate answers, oh, that ain't a big deal. And it's like, that's why I don't want to be around you, bro. Because we not on the same page. You not feeling me. But when I tell my entrepreneur friends like, oh man, business is going great. This and this happened. Or if I'm frustrated, I'm like, look, Stripe hold my money. Like PayPal messing me up. Somebody did a re like they know what it is versus on this side when you can't really relate. You know what I'm saying? It's so much easier to get to where you're going faster when you're okay with letting those people go. Like people that are in that, this category that understand the lifestyle that accept it. Those are people that I consider friends and business partners like those are people i i got they back they got my back we we locked in you feel me people on this side we associates we cool i ain't got no beef with you ain't no problem but you're not the person i'm calling if something going wrong if something's going great because you just don't understand my lifestyle and sometimes a lot of entrepreneurs i talk to are being held back by trying to hold on to those old relationships they're not conducive to where you're going. I'm not saying you can't be friends with them. You can't be cool. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that you got to be okay with demoting them from friends to associate. And if you're not, understand, it's going to slow you down. So that's my five-step process for creating a life you want. Well, the first category, right? Like there are a lot of other layers to it. And let me know if you guys like this style of content. If you like this, if you are listening on a podcast or watching on YouTube, shout out to you. I appreciate you. I really want feedback. Let me know if you want me to continue posting this content keep going because again i'm doing this for fun like i'm literally i don't have my kids right now it's a saturday evening this is fun to me right like i'm at that age now like this is fun and again i want to share this with the world because i think it helped a lot of people so let me know give me feedback down in the comments or hit me up on twitter at the coach chris underscore i will see you next time